Hi fam, welcome to Sweet Truth. Do you dare listen? Today I will be reading from Psalm 26, 1 to 12. With that being said, Father God, bless this word, bless us, and bless this day. Amen and amen. Yo, we have so much to learn from today's reading, so let us jump right into it. And again, that is Psalm 26, 1 to 12. 1. Vindicate me, Lord, for I have led a blameless life. I have trusted in the Lord and have not filtered. Now, vindication means to cleanse someone. It's like being wiped clean. It's like a clean sled. So, why was David asking for a clean slate? while saying that his life was blameless it's like asking for forgiveness for nothing wrong why would you do that to me when i read this it was kind of like confusing because it's like why would you ask god to vindicate you and then yet say i have led a blameless life that means david knew that he knew that he knew that he knew that his life wasn't as blameless as he thought it was or as he made it seem because he was asking God for a clean slate. Now, I am so glad that David was wise enough to know that even though he thought that his life was blameless, he still asked God for vindication. And that is something that we need to do because so many Christians out there feel like or think that as long as they've given their life to God, they don't need that vindication. But if you can learn one thing from David is knowing that even though you think that your life is blameless after accepting God into your life and walking with God and reading the word and just living a good and faithful life and obeying God, even though that may be the truth, we still need that vindication from God each and every time. We still need a clean slate. We still need to be wiped clean. So we need that vindication from God because there are sins that we do without knowing or being aware of them so it's very vital that we ask God often to vindicate us because we need that vindication moving on to test me Lord and try me examine my heart and my mind so this is a big big challenge that so many don't even want to put out there like so many people are so um what's the right word to use it's like this is a scary thing to say because it's like being vulnerable it's like being open you're putting yourself out there and like so many people don't want to put themselves out there not everyone wants to be put out there so this sentence this verse may be so hard for others to say but The Lord will examine and test your heart and your mind regardless. So might as well put it out there, right? Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. Three, for I have always been mindful of your unfailing love and have lived in resilience on your faithfulness. Or rather, I have lived in reliance on your faithfulness 
So the main reason why he was asking God to examine him is because, again, it goes back to verse 1 on where David is thinking that he's lived this, you know, a.k.a. perfect life. So he's telling God, you know, I've lived on reliance on your faithfulness, God. Moving on. I do not sit with the deceitful, nor do I associate with hypocrites. That is good as well. So it's more of like a list, listing out on what being good or rather living a holy life is all about. It's like, God, I don't even hang out with such people. I don't even hang out with, you know, gossips and liars and, you know, just all sorts of people out there. Like, I do not sit with them. I do not hang out with them. I do not associate myself with hypocrites. Five. I abhor the assembly of evildoers and refuse to sit with the wicked. So he flees from the wicked, always flee from the wicked and refuse to sit, to be in the assembly, you know, to find yourself in their presence because it says birds of the same favor flock together. So regardless of whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, your company and the company that you allow yourself to be associated with will influence you whether you notice it or not you will be influenced whether you like it or not and i've seen it so many times in people that i know people that i don't know that allow the company that they were in to influence them without knowing it or not they were changing slowly and slowly and slowly and then before you knew it they became the company that they were avoiding trying to become in the first place that's why from the get-go you need to separate yourself from such company you need to separate yourself from the hypocrites you need to separate yourself from the wicked you need to separate yourself from the evildoers because whether you like it or not if you do not separate yourself from such you will slowly become like such without even noticing it and then by the time you're saying how did i get this far when did i do this when did i start thinking this way when did i start talking this way it's already too late so from the get-go separate yourself be vindicated six i wash my hands in innocence and go about your altar lord seven proclaiming aloud your praise and telling of all your wonderful deeds so david is out here he's looking and is in search of cleansing, 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 cleansing. If there is anything that we can learn from this segment today is cleansing, vindication. So not only is he staying away from this company and the presence of such, but then he's always in consistency with wanting to be clean, wanting to be vindicated wanting to to be wiped clean a fresh start from god and then after that what does it do he will praise god and sing aloud and proclaim the praises and tell of god's wonderful deeds because that is what we are ought to do eight lord i love your house where you live the place where your glory 
dwells. So he was like saying, God, like I love Haven, God, Father God. I love where you live. I love where the praise is, where your glory dwells, where there is just peace, where there is no cries, there is no pain, there is no anything that is of the world that is bad and evil but it's only gloriousness up there father god like i love that nine do not take away my soul along with sinners my life with those who are bloodthirsty so father god separate me from the sinners do not take away my soul away from the sinners father god vindicate me oh this is going back to verse one vindication 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 because david knows that if you are not vindicated by god at the end of the day that is a danger zone it's over for you once you leave this life so you need that consistent vindication from god amen number nine do not take away what we read that ten in whose hands are wicked shims, whose right hands are full of bribes. 11. I lead a blameless life. Deliver me and be merciful to me. 12. My feet stand on level ground in the great congregation. I will praise the Lord. So in verse 11, again, he goes on to repeat about him living a blameless life. And now I'm beginning to understand where he was coming from, from verse 1. So, when David said, I have lived, or I'm living a blameless life, what he truly meant was that he wasn't associating himself with hypocrites and evildoers. He was mindful of the company that he kept around him. Be mindful of the company that you are keeping around you. Be mindful, be mindful, be mindful, because whether you like it or not, bit by bit, you will always reform to the company that you are keeping around you so david wasn't meaning that he didn't sin anymore that you know he was this perfect man of god that's not what he meant what he meant was god i have lived a blameless life by staying away from what's evil and so now getting that perspective thinking from that perspective it's like wow yeah i get it like that's how we ought to be that's the way i am too like god holy spirit please help me to stay away from all that is evil keep me away from such company god father god i don't want to be in the presence of such father god so when he says i have led a blameless life he's done his best to stay away from all that is evil from hypocrites and cling on to God cling on to the cleansing that God gives cling on to the vindication that God gives my feet stand on level ground in great congregation I will praise the Lord I will praise the Lord I will praise the Lord at the end of the day David will always praise God what a blessing yo what a blessing so such a very very short chapter but there is so much that we learn from it. What do we learn? Number one, lead a blameless life. Well, what does that mean, sweet truth? What that means is watch the company around you. Try to stay away from evil as much as you can. The word of God says flee from evil and it will flee from you. Flee from the devil and he will not bother you. He will not come to you he will not be around you once you, once you flee from him so always aim claim 
as much as you can with all your might with the help of the Father God and the Holy Spirit to flee from evil, flee from hypocrites, flee from all those who talk evil, plan evil, do evil, all the negative, try to flee from that, free and flee from that. Lead a blameless life. Then seek vindication from God. Seek that vindication, Father God. Wipe me clean. Cleanse me, Father God. I want a clean slate, Father God. And we ought to do that often. Then the last lesson at the end of the day, Father God. I long to be in your house, Father God. I long to be in your praises. I want to praise you. I want to praise you from wherever I am, Father God. Rather it be a big congregation or somewhere small, somewhere level ground. I do not care, Father God. I praise you. 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 I will praise the Lord. What a blessing. What a blessing. I just love David so much for all the lessons that he talks about, all the lessons that he gives, the encouragement, this real talk, no cap business going on. What a blessing. And so, if you are willing to be vindicated today, you are willing to turn away from all the bad. You are willing, 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 because you have to be willing to accept. It's a personal choice. It is a personal choice, and God doesn't want to force this on you. But if you are willing to turn away from all those sinful ways, then please repeat after me, Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if you pray that prayer, you're the angels. It's a party in heaven. Hey, hey, it's a party in heaven. Hey, hey, it's a party in heaven. Hey, hey. It's a party in heaven, Father God. I am so proud of you. You're like, God loves you so, so much. So with that being said, y'all be blessed. Be encouraged and be fearless.